The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. Uh, let's go to Mountjoy Prison. Well, not directly there, but uh, to talk about Mountjoy Prison because there's a new initiative there as part of the Theatre of the Oppressed project, looking at the role of the media with the prisoners uh, selecting crime editor with the Irish son Stephen Breed as the person they would like to meet. Another reason for the meeting was to give them an opportunity to question the media's responsibility in shaping how they're perceived by the outside world, especially in terms of labels. Over a period of six months, a group of prisoners created a play called Pedro's Dream, in which the inmates were given a creative and artistic outlet. We'll find out how Stephen got on in just a minute. But first, Independent Senator Lynn Ruan, who's been running the Theatre of the Oppressed Project, is with us. How you doing, Lynn? How are you, Jonathan? How are you doing? I'm good. Where, where did this idea come from? Yeah, so um, I've done various bits of work in the prison over the years, and I suppose I'm a big believer in, you know, working with prisoners so that we can, you know, reduce crime, kind of interrupt the cycles of violence and stuff like that. And in one of those visits um, with the men, when we were looking at a project that we could potentially do, an artistic project, um, some of the men shared just, you know, their being able to engage with society, being able to navigate power, being able to overcome, I suppose, the idea of people having ideas about their reputations, which no longer apply to them. You know, their reputation precedes them and just how they engage with state bodies, but how they engage with state bodies, even as children, you know, um, for some of the men, you know, um, the first time, like the, before they perpetrated violence, they were often the victims of violence, and they wanted to just explore where power, oppression, society, policy, poverty, all these things played a role in their lives, and how they could, I suppose, overcome those challenges so that they can, I suppose, be, um, you know, functioning members of society when they come out yeah. the other side of it. So in that conversation, we, I remember having a conversation many years ago about a theatre style, forum theatre, um, by Augusta Boal, who was a South American dramatist, and he also became a senator. And he used this forum theatre to explore power and oppression in legislation, and it's been used all around the world. So from that then, I had a conversation with Grace Dias, um, who's a, a theatre maker, and together we came up with the programme over six-month period where the men... Um, met with us weekly and we explored all those different areas of life and ultimately then that led to a conversation with Stephen in relation to the role of the media, which was probably the one we were most nervous about um, inviting him. <laughs> OK, well, well, we'll find out how Stephen got on in just a minute, but I suppose there, there yeah. will be people listening right now, Lynn, who will say, look, they, they might see the worthwhile nature of this initiative, but, you know, the yeah. people who are partaking in it aren't there uh, because they were oppressed by society. They're there because they committed a crime, in some cases quite grievous crime. I mean, it's brilliant yeah. that they're getting to this point in life, but, you know, to do they see themselves as somehow, somewhat victims? No, I mean, people take full responsibility and accountability for the crimes that they've committed as part of this programme. But they also want to be able to acknowledge the cycle of violence because there's other young men coming up behind them who are growing up in environments where violence is um, almost taught to them as, as normal whether that be within the household, within the community, experiences of poverty and what that leaves decision-making to be. So for them, people take, you know, the men take full responsibility and, and so much so, they've taken so much responsibility that they engage every day in their own education, their own development, their own involvement, you know, and this project really uh, platformed, I suppose, the journey that they've gone on because like us and like society, the men also want um, a society where there are no more victims of crime. 
And okay. we can't achieve that unless we include people who have actually perpetrated crime. Uh, Stephen Breen, when you first got that call, uh, what was going through your mind? Uh, some criminals that you might possibly have written about would like to meet you. John, I couldn't believe it when Lynn first contacted me about this project and I was certainly apprehensive about it. I was definitely very curious as well. And in fairness to Lynn and Grace, you know, they, they did give me some time to come up with a decision. So I think curiosity got the better of me and uh, the, the, Lynn had indicated who some of the, the inmates were. And, and these are people that I'd written about before. So I just thought it was a good opportunity for me uh, as a journalist you know, to explore an area of um, the justice system that we would write about quite frequently. And I just thought it was too good an opportunity to turn down. But it was just about curiosity and, and going in there and, and talking to these prisoners to how to get their insight and their views on the justice system. And, and also, of course, their views in the media and how they might see the, the role of, of a crime journalist, you know, in modern society. Yeah, when you went in there and told them about your job, um, were they surprised by it? Because, like, uh, a journalist is a journalist at the end of the day that tells stories. We we get bad rap uh, when it comes to TV dramas. So, were they mm-hmm. were they a bit disappointed at the mundanity of it? No, I, I don't think so. I mean, we were there for a, a couple of hours, and it was quite frank. Uh, the the meeting at the start because you had the various inmates within the room. We were all sitting in a, in a, a circle, and each inmate outlined the concerns that they had about the media, especially around you know the media's role when it came to the issue of parole, the issue of privacy for their families. So I listened to all their concerns. I mean, I sat there as one of the inmates said, "Look, I don't hate you, but I don't trust you." Another one said, "Like, you know, he he used to hate me, but not anymore." because they were on a different journey now and indeed one of the inmates there is an individual who I sat uh, before a court um, a long time ago and at that time that individual was was very angry and very frustrated but I could see a totally different person at the time so it was also a very informative um, interaction with me and very enlightening but you know we were there for a good few hours that um, the, the prisoners were quite open about their concerns I give my views as well and I think we all took something from it at the end of it. Uh, let's go back to Lynn for a minute because I want to talk about the play um, and and we hear an awful lot about prisons. Like We tend to hear the negative things. We tend to hear the lack of opportunity for rehab places, the you know the prevalence of drugs in prisons, the, the omnipresent violence. We don't hear too much about the positive elements uh, that, that can come through. So what, what was the purpose, Lynn Ruan, of, of drama and giving them the opportunity to have a creative outlet? is a great way to be able to explore some parts of ourselves that we may be very shy about going about, you know. So that's why Pedro's dream. So Pedro, the character that was created, was a fictional character that allowed all the men that ever involved with the project to layer their own experiences onto, which could somewhat separate their own life, you know, in the telling of the story, because everyone's experience was was put into Pedro, which means that people were able to be extremely authentic and extremely honest about some of the stuff that they endured, but also, you know, their psyche at the time and stuff. And to use art in that way can be extremely powerful because when you're only communicating in one way all the time, whether it's me in the chamber or Stephen in the newspapers, it doesn't always get really to the heart of the issue. But with theatre, you can just kind of push the boundaries a hell of a lot more. And with this style of theatre, the audience can actually get involved in the scenes. So after all the scenes are done, audience members can actually say, 
and um, well, I'd like to step in for that character or Tusla, you know, or, you know, the, the, the minister, justice minister's character. And they try and change the course of the, 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 the scenario or the scene to try and end the cycle of violence or to try and actually engage with power in a different way. So then you have the policymakers. So we had state actors come in um, to observe the play, to participate, and they got heavily involved in it because they also got to see things from another point of view, but they also got to see how what interventions can work, but what other interventions also reinforce oppression over time. So then everybody is involved in trying to solve the problem. So it's not just like theatre for entertainment's sake, but it's theatre about policy making. It's theatre about uh, dissecting all our roles and the power that we have to try and create a better society together, regardless of what position we're coming from in the okay. world. And Stephen I think that Breen, that's what's really important about this one. Stephen Breen, I think you went back, did you? You went back after your first meeting. I did. So I went in at the start, Jonathan with Lynn and Grace, and um, we met with the prisoners. And then it was up to them if they wanted me uh, to go back in again. So I went back in again for the actual production that was taking place uh, in June, and I was totally blown away by it. It was extremely powerful. Um, you had the prisoners welcome you into the prison. They would stage different scenes where you, you, I got to see a member, a senior member of the Gardaí getting involved in one of the scenes. You got to listen to some of the stories that the, the prisoners had uh, from uh, a young age. And then at the very end of it, you know, the prisoners addressed the audience. So there were people there from the HSC, politicians, the judiciary. So it just was a very unique uh, form of, of drama and theatre. And to get to see that firsthand, it was very insightful and very informative. Uh, you, you've written so many stories about crime over the years. Uh, I, had you ever been in a prison before, though? You, you, you've obviously been in a court, you've been at crime mm-hmm. scenes, you've spoken to criminals, mm-hmm. you've spoken to guards. Were you ever inside the joy? Not in the same capacity. I'd been in a prison in the north, uh, McGarbury Prison, interviewing a prisoner many years ago when I worked in Belfast. I'd been in uh, Wheatfield Prison as well, doing a story there, but that was with the, the prison officers. So this was something different where it was the first time where I had got to meet, you know, uh, a lot of prisoners at the one time. And then to go back in again for a second time to see them stage this production, it, it was quite unique. And it was something that, you know, it definitely lived with me for a long time and, and, and something that I would encourage anyone, you know, if they do get the chance, you know, to witness this production taking place. It, it's something that's definitely worthwhile. Who can go and see this, Lynn Rowan? Well, we, we only done shows at the time for, for state agencies and stuff, so we, we were back in in September to kind of find other ways to document it, because it is quite important work for policymakers as well. Um, and also, I think everyone in the room has the same goal, where we all just want to reduce violence and reduce victims existing in the first place of any kind. So I think it is an important piece of work. So for us, we haven't yet decided what the next steps are for it. But the IPS and all involved have been hugely supportive because there was also huge risk in, in, in the work that we were doing as well. You know, not everybody will understand its intentions or its goals. So for Stephen to come in and, and have the impact that he did and for members of the Gardaí, for members of, you know, the judiciary, like every every area we could think of in society really seems to take a lot away from it. So I do think um, mm. we need to figure out what to do with, with it next because I do think it has the power to, to change lives and hopefully have a positive impact on society. Uh, so, Stephen Breen, yeah, <coughs> final, question to you, a final question to you, Stephen, is if you'd encountered one of these individuals when they were released, because let's face it, they're going to be released at some point, even if they are serving a life sentence, nobody mm. ever spends an entire life sentence uh, in mm. prison, and you were walking down the street uh, or you yeah. were in a shop and you encountered them, 
I'm presuming prior to this, had you recognised them, you would have been a bit edgy. Um, what what would be your reaction now if you met them? There'll be change, Jonathan. Obviously, when I went in there and I was sitting there and I saw these individuals walking into the room, I was thinking to myself, oh, oh dear, like I'm dealing with you know very uh, serious uh, criminals here who have been in custody for a very long time. But following that meeting that we had over to our period and following uh, my attendance at, at the production of the, the theatre that Lynn and Grace produced, I, I would have no problem in seeing these individuals on the street. Look, I don't have a crystal ball. I don't know what their intentions are. They indicated to me, they indicated to the audience that there is a willingness there to try and change and to move forward and to rehabilitate. So, But in terms of the individuals I met uh, that day um, and in terms of the people I saw at, at the at the production, I would have no problem you know, meeting these people on the street again. Okay, well we leave it there for now. Stephen Breen, crime editor with the Irish Sun, thanks for your unique experience. Senator Lynn Ruan, uh, again, fair play to um, the Theatre of the Oppressed project. Worthwhile um, because if it makes a difference in the lives of someone who's trying to re- rehabilitate themselves after committing a crime, surely it is indeed worth it. Thanks for that. Uh, Lynn Ruan and Stephen Breen there. The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk.